You are listening to a podcast of Ice and Fire, episode 195 for the week of May 1st, 2016. Welcome back, listeners, to the longest-running podcast dedicated to the epic glory of George R.R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire. And uh, for this week and a few others, Game of Thrones. And uh, let's see, we fucked up, didn't we? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We had Ashley in here a couple days ago, and then we had a nice recording, and now it's all pretty much gone. Yeah, my recorder didn't work, your recorder didn't work, so we lost the entire episode. Yeah, and I mean, Ashley was so in the Zen mode too. She was liking the episode. She gave it a four out of five. And... Is that what she gave it? Okay, I think so. Yeah, it was higher than us. So, do you, so do you want to play Ashley in this in this reenactment of our? I'll try to remember recording. what she said. I, I just think I think well, I think we've all kind of reached. I mean, we've been pretty optimistic. We reached the point where we're just going to try to enjoy the show for what it is. We will point out flaws when we see it, but we're not going to be as we're not going to be enraged as much. As we have in the past. What what's your lemon cake rating, sir? I think I'm still going to give it 2.75 out of five. I think it had some good elements in it. Still enjoyed watching it with friends. So, what about you? I think uh, what did I give it the other day? I think a three. I think Um, I'm actually enjoying it. I'm kind of liking this fast-paced breakneck style of uh, we don't really give a shit. We're just going (laughs) to write whatever the hell we want. Um, I find it kind of entertaining, so I'm enjoying it. And like we said, Ashley gave it a four. She said uh, she said she didn't hate it, which is why she gave it a good mm. rating. I think she said it's like <laughs> there was nothing particularly that she loved, I guess, about it. She just didn't. Yeah, she dubbed it like licensed fan fiction or something, but it's not enraging, so she likes it. <laughs> oh yeah, she yeah she thinks everything is uh, is fan fiction from yeah. here on out. And you know, I'm sure she's not the mm. only one. Um, so we start off with Bran and his vision in the in the past, uh, with Ned and Benjen and Lyanna, and uh, and Willis. Yeah. We find out Hodor's real name. I feel like, are we doing this episode, or are we just gonna like talk about what we <laughs> talked about? <laughs> Remember that yeah. time a couple days ago we it's talked a very, about this very meta episode. Um, we're just gonna talk about what we talked about. No, we're just we're just gonna do it in a faster paced <laughs> episode. So we'll just. Say what we think. My, I mean, my opinion is pretty much the same. Yeah, like they change Willis because they don't want to have a repeat name, but then it doesn't really matter. So whatever, right? It, it didn't need to be yeah, Walder. So it's not like, Walder in the show. Yeah, so, but it was a good scene overall. It was interesting to see um, the, you know the young characters and it's set up for getting to Tower of Joy scene hopefully next week, right? Yeah, which will be uh, which should be next week if the if the next week ons are mm. any indication. So, um, so then we have uh, the child of the forest. I think uh, I think I mentioned to you that the child of the forest says to uh, Mira that uh, Bran is not going to be, or he's not going to be here here forever. She hmm. says. And that was kind of for you was pretty shocking, right? You thought he might be there permanently. Yeah, I thought I thought uh, Bran's just going to kind of get to the tree, and there he's going to do hmm. his thing from now on. But I thought he had a li- he still had a chance. This is. This- to get away. There's this time zone where he can get away before he gets entrenched. Kind of like maybe like Arya too. He's going to get a lot of what he has in that area and then leave. But he, has, he has to permanently join. Hmm. Interesting. So we, uh, from there we go over to Castle Black and the resurrection of Jon Snow. He's back, yeah. He's back. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> and, and none of us thought, none of us were shocked. Everybody knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, pretty much in the way Melisandre, uh, Davos uh, got Melisandre to do it, even though I think I, 
I think my I think my big questions yeah. of the scene were why why does Davos care about Jon Snow so much, and how does he know that Red Priests have the ability to resurrect? Yes, dead? that was that was the we, weird part that's the one pushing her to do this, like one in terms of magic, and he doesn't really like that much. But in just general, why is he the one doing it? Why doesn't she weak writing? I think she could probably get motivated some other way to do it. Yeah, I think uh, Ashley said that it, uh, the reason for it was <laughs> plot. Yeah, but you have complete control over it. You could, I mean, they didn't want her first episode. Yeah, she had to hit her low, but to have Davos be the one to come, like, try this now, like, was odd. Bringing him back made sense. She did that. It just seemed a little long. They're trying to extend it to the end of the episode. Mm. And I remember a couple of days ago, we disagreed on hmm. on Ghost's part in the show. That's true. I thought uh, they're not going to really go at that, and he was. Probably just sleeping. You thought he actually did have his consciousness, like in the books, and when he woke up, it transferred over. Yeah, the way it played out, I felt like Ghost was kind of just chilling mm-hmm. there, and uh, and then all of a sudden, when uh, when the John's essence left him, and he sort of woke back up, and then John woke back up. So I think uh, to me, it looked like that John uh, had been warged into Ghost, and then. Yeah, I guess the question is now is what is John's personality going to be like? Is it going to be the same? Going to come back maybe an angry Targaryen like personality? Exactly. But he does have all his wildling friends right there when he yeah. comes back. Well, they're just outside. Right? We had uh, is that one one kind of agreed? It is even if it's not. We're gonna okay. call him that. And just yeah, that's the. Diff- I mean, it was <laughs> a good scene, especially one one getting in there. But it was a lot bloodless than I thought it would be. I think it's going to be a lot bloodier in the books. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Night's Watch was very much, oh, nope, 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 we're not <laughs> going to do this. Except for Alistair Thorne and Ollie, who got thrown into the yeah. cells. And then there's going to be some king's men, uh, queen's men actually left behind. So they'll probably get involved as well. It'll be like a three-way fight. So. Hmm. so then we head down a little further south to Winterfell and the death of Roos Bolton, which I can remember distinctly, Ashley said, was stupid. I, I kind of agreed with it as well. I mean, like, I can see they did it in terms of, like, they want to get him out of the way, get Ramsey to kind of mix things up. But it just seemed to me that even within the show, Roos has to do stupid to kind of, like, set himself up to die there, to hug him right after, like, hearing about the sun. Yeah. So you're 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 calling it stupid because of, like, lazy writing and stuff, yeah. right? I guess I guess my fear is that, uh, I mean, I mean, I didn't mind it. I think it's cool. I think it's like, oh, these are where deaths feel like, major deaths feel like again. I had forgotten. But um, yeah, I, I, I can understand that if somebody thinks it's stupid if it's lazy writing. But I get scared that a lot of book fans uh, are going to start calling things stupid just because uh, it hasn't happened in the books yet, and they think it may not happen, or it may not happen exactly like that. And there's going to be this like anger towards the show mm. because of that. Where um, I think that's my fear. Um, if it's just bad writing, then it's bad writing, and then yes. <laughs> but uh, but I thought it was pretty shocking that he just killed him right then and there. And uh, I remember Ashley was like, "Why? Why would anybody follow uh, Ramsey?" The show didn't seem to really establish that one way or the other. Really, it doesn't. It, that, it's it, in that way. It's consistent with the Doran situation. If you want to go with a book perspective, is why would anyone follow them? They're kinslaying, just killed their family, their bastards, still in the, view, the eyes of many people. Yeah. Doesn't shaky, yeah. But within show logic, it hasn't. They haven't really explained it at all, anyways. So it doesn't. 
really matter. If you say, okay, the car stocks are supporting him, then you just accept it. The fact that it's changing so much, okay, all the better. That's kind of what we wanted, right? We wanted it to be its own thing. We could, so it's kind of like a two-faced thing. Yes, it's, it's, it's different and that's good, but it's still weak writing. He could make it different and still have stronger writing. <laughs> hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, uh, I kind of like that they're moving at, like I said before, at this breakneck pace mm. and they're sort of doing things. So now when I, when the books actually come out and yes, uh, you know, Bruce Bolton may die or, um, or, or whatever, but we'll have like this, an interesting and fresh lead up to that death and it won't, it won't have happened like this. So maybe, um, it'll be exciting to figure out how exactly it does. So moving on from there, let's uh, let me check my notes here. Let's go to Pike, right? No, uh, yeah. Do we get? Oh no! Before mm. we go to Pike, we have Sansa, who's somewhere up there in the north. Um, and uh, I had a problem with the scene because Brienne didn't tell Sansa that it was the Hound that was with Arya, and this kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I feel like she would know all this information because of Pod. Um, and it just seems like something that you would tell the lady that you just swore your service to. I don't know. Am I wrong in thinking that? Mm, yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. I mean, the only reason that uh, she wouldn't say it is she's trying to kind of spare Sansa's feelings because the last time I saw your sister, she's with the Hound. But you can't really start a relation with your new lady by lying to her or omitting information. Yeah, and you think it wasn't even intentional. It just looked kind of like she forgot. I think. Thing. The way we Yeah, I think it was sloppy writing. Yep. Yeah. Um, but then we get this kind of touching scene uh, between Sansa and Theon. I found it touching, the hug, and Theon's not really looking for redemption anymore. Yeah, um, and then you and I had a bet of, about a dinner at Comic-Con where Theon's heading, so... <laughs> oh, I am not... No, I already have I already have a bet with somebody for uh, a lunch. I can't bet I need a, a free dinner. dinner. Yeah, I would have liked a free dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I am too poor for that. Where do you think when Theon says he's going home, is he going to Pike or is he going to Winterfell? He's going to magically get a boat and get back to Pike. Maybe pick him up somehow. He'll, he'll show up out of the mists of Avalon, as we speculated before. <laughs> Gargoyle style. He goes wherever he's needed. Um, yeah, it just seems... Both, both seem ridiculous to me. If he goes to Pike, he'll have hike through almost the entire north by himself and mm. somehow gets a boat. And if he goes to Winterfell, it just seems crazy. Um, but I see that as a little more logical because it, to me, this scene is sort of like, all right, I, f I got you out. And now I, I just, this is, I might not need redemption, but like everything I do for the rest of my life is to kind of try to help the Starks now because I just royally fucked up. I get that vibe. Maybe he's got some sort of plan. All I know is that if he does show up at Winterfell and somehow kills Ramsay, everybody will be like, yeah, that was the right thing to do. <laughs> but if he goes to Winterfell and he gets kidnapped again, everybody will be like, you're the biggest idiot ever. But he's also just terrified so, uh, of Ramsay. I mean, the only reason he could go there is if he's going to do some sort of attack that he's going to still die for sure because he doesn't want to get captured alive. He's still scared of Ramsay and yeah. the dogs. So I... That's why I don't think he's going knife or something. Yeah. And, and he, he does remember, I guess he remembers like his last time he saw his sister, he kind of let her down. So maybe he wants to go see his sister. Possibly. I did a poll hmm. on my Twitter asking people, and uh, do you remember the exact numbers? I am looking for it right now while we are chatting, but. I thought it was reasonably close, something probably like 60 40, something like that. So I had I asked uh, when Theon says he's going home, where does he mean, Pike or Winterfell? I ran a poll on my Twitter, 
and I had 46 votes, and Pike got 70%, and Winterfell got mm. 30%. So, you Winterfell people out there, I support you. So let's go to uh, the home where you think he's going, and yeah. we go to Pike, where Balon finally gets thrown off the bridge. Yeah, and I thought he was cast well in the show because he's a loser in both the show and the book. So, <laughs> like, oh, we'll just, like, keep fighting. It's like, you just, you suck, man. You, you had your day, and you need to go. So, you guys knew right away that this was Euron, even with the without the eye patch. Yeah. It's kind of a bit, a bit of his, his lines, too, right? With, like, people pray to me, and you're like, oh, you don't actually believe in the drunk god or whatever. You're sacrilegious, so... Yeah, I kind of wish he hadn't called himself the Drowned God because uh, the people I watch the show with that haven't read the books are like, oh, he's the Drowned God, and now they're calling him the Drowned God. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> and, and I'm like, ah, wow. Well, yeah. It can't really be like Crow's Eye. That's, that's the thing. So Blood Raven in the show doesn't have a iPad either, right? I don't I don't seem to see it. It's not... Uh, he, yeah. No, he had... Uh, he had... He had both his eyeballs. Yeah. The reason why Euron wears the patch is he's a failed disciple of Blood Raven. He's trying to like emulate him. Mm. I think he actually has both eyes. I think it's even maybe mentioned that it's not a, like a gaping hole and that there's actually something under there. It's like the evil yes. eye. Two eyes and men. Yeah, like a thousand eyes and one or something, right? Yeah, For Blood Raven. I mean. Yeah. But if he doesn't have that the show, then neither would Euron, right? If the, so, it's actually just distant mm. in that sense. But he did get stabbed. We thought. It wasn't his eye, maybe his cheek or something. Yeah, just like a right, cut right. on the cheek or something. Yeah. But then in the scene after, we get the, the mention of the king's moot. And it yeah. seems like it's going to be Yara versus uh, Euron, which is. Uh, yeah. Seems like we could draw some similarities to the uh, United States political race this this season. <laughs> mm. It also dampers the. Uh, actually, the the Dario is Euron theory, right? <laughs> Within the sh the show, not that it was oh, ever really a, that well, serious of a theory. Yeah, but... yeah, I guess I guess Jorah would have noticed, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Dario was missing, it's disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, uh, moving on from that, just moving right along, moving, yeah, moving, moving, moving. On. Let's go to King's Landing, um, where uh, Cersei is locked up in the Red Keep. Um, Tommen is not letting her leave, uh, to go to her daughter's funeral. Hmm. And, um, we get a little line there from Tommen to Jamie that Tommen thinks Cersei is the reason or is the person that had Tristane killed. So I think we kind of disagreed a little bit. I thought that was the reason he had her locked up in the Red Keep okay. was that he believed she was was doing this stuff but you had a different reason yeah i thought he was still kind of embarrassed with what happened to her in the streets or angrier for for other reasons but i, I kind of think it's just a probably a combination of all of them and he now he's over it because he went to her for help at the end mm. but it does confirm that and neither uh, you nor ashley believed at any point that the high sparrow was in danger from jamie yeah i didn't think he was actually going to do anything to him but you mentioned, uh, we were like, oh, we, this is what we did last time. But you had a good point about <laughs> this is the first time that uh, the Sparrows show something more than just kind of like fanatic belief. He's showing like he has a bigger plan in my mind. Oh, yes. There, there was a line in there where he's like, we are poor and penniless, but together we can overthrow an empire. And yeah, that is, to my knowledge, the first time that he has ever said anything that is beyond the... Um, you need to confess, and it's all about the sins and cleansing them for the gods. This was the first time he kind of mentioned some sort of 
bigger plan. I always just took him as this religious fanatic that was all about that. But now that he mentions this, I'm kind of like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, what's going on with this guy? So then uh, Tommen and uh, Tommen does go to Cersei and sort of they have a little chat. And pretty much I get out of that that he asks her to help him, mm -hmm. which um, seems just like a terrible choice. She's wiser than she was before. She's and she has the uh, strong with her, which was just kind of he's setting him after like random people <laughs> to beat down. Oof, that that dude is massive. Yeah, you can you can tell though they were scared of him. They don't want to face him. There. I wouldn't want to face him. Yeah. Either. Oh, he's going to go after the sparrow. I think at some point. It's going to be him. Just to take... <laughs> hopefully, I hope. He yeah, because we, we don't. I think the Tyrell troops always mention. Where are they? Actually, mention that too. I mean, they might. They might not be there at all. Yeah, I think uh, the problem a lot of people have with this is that I keep I keep hearing people ask, "Why are the sparrows still even a thing?" Yeah. Like, shouldn't they just have been destroyed by now? And I, my counter argument to that, and in my head at least, it sounds reasonable, is that if you all of a sudden start killing all these poor religious people, I think it would cause this uprising in the city. Hmm. Um, and you'd have you'd, you'd it'd be you versus the entire city. I don't think the people would would stand yeah. for that. It wouldn't come to that because they would pressure the sparrows. The sparrows would still have a game plan. They're reasonable to put, put Marjorie on bail. And then they're not going to hold it. And Randall Tarly is like, oh, we want to kill them and make martyrs of them. Yeah, so we got to kind of like negotiate it from a position of strength. But there seems to be like no trials here. And it's just like the hmm. sparrows running everything. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with Marjorie. But Loras so, could die this, this season. There's no need for him anymore if he's just going to sit in jail. Yeah, if he's Iron Fist now on Netflix, I mean, what's he mm. going to do? Let's go across the sea to Marine. Actually, before let's go to before we get to Marine, let's stop by and see Arya. Yeah, a very quick scene. She's getting beat up more, and then Jacken shows up and yeah. quizzes her. She's paid her time now. She's able to come back, and move on. So, boom, here we go. And uh, I guess we can move on from that because uh, that's about all that happened yeah. with, <laughs> with her. Um, let's go to Marine. And the small council of marine with Varus, Tyrion, Masandi, and Grey Worm. Uh, I guess the big piece of information we find out here is that all of Slaver's base, save for marine, has reverted to the control of the masters. Yeah. And who did Ashley think was burning the ships? I know we went back and we asked, and she thought it was. She thought it. Was... Did she think it was the other cities? Yeah, she thought it was the other cities. I think that's what she said. Well, but they're not even like. They're not outside yet for a, for a siege, but they might have sent people to to do it. We kind of like we, yeah. the question is why did they want to do it? Now, now I forget get it. Why you saying that you want them not to leave so they can kill them for revenge? Yeah, yeah I think they like they're kind of over her letting her leave, and they yeah. want her dead. And I think like or or yeah. enslave them. I mean, they they're, they're, they're all the people in the city are source of slaves for the slavers, so they'll leave because they could capture them again. They don't want to leave, but uh, but in the, in the books within the city, they just wanted her to leave because they just want like we don't want to deal with you anymore. Just go. And I think Ashley's counter argument was, well, doesn't everybody know she flew away on a dragon? Yeah. So if they want to kill her, why would they burn the ships when they know she's? Yeah. Not even or there? may even be because we just the last thing we saw the whole city saw her fly out in, on a dragon. But, but with that, you could say they burnt the ships because yes, they want her dead, but they also want all her yeah. people. 
Um, and we get this. You guys did not seem very excited by this. <laughs> and I felt like I had to apologize to you that I actually enjoy scenes in this show. <laughs> but I liked I liked Tyrion going down there and, and letting them free. And whether or not they're actually free or they just got unchained, mm. uh, we're all a little confused on. Are they going to be walking around the city next week or <laughs> what? But um, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I thought it was funny. You know, don't eat the help. And um, I, I kind of liked liked this moment moment and it was fine acting considering that they just had somebody with a stick there probably right it's not a problem with the scene it's just the overall mentality and, and i think many people share this is we don't like the Tyrion as a targaryen theory even though it's probably true and so this also i mean he's all well, well with the well, actually yeah here's a line he's I, I think it's even more likely that he's a dragon rider than he's a targaryen like because he's gonna be a dragon rider for sure hopefully he doesn't get confirmed as a targaryen is left open to be one way or the other hmm yeah, I think that would be that would be my choice is dragon rider, but not a targaryen. Yeah. And if you at least leave that open, then you can still have it both ways. But if but if you really confirm it, oh yes, that's what that's what we're saying. Like they don't confirm or deny it. And it's just one of those yeah. mysteries that stays open. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I like that. I like that idea. Yeah, or or he just Maybe had people people will be talking about it and arguing about it for years to yeah. come. Yeah, and I'll be saying he had two dads, Tywin and Aerys. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, there we are. There was our quick recap of the recap. Did yeah. you? Uh, did I forget anything, or did uh, were there any other notes that you remember from the other night? That's probably it. I thought that's. I mean, I'm looking forward to the next episode. I, I, what I like about the show is being able to watch it with friends. We actually played the board game before the show. I, I enjoyed the board game more probably <laughs> than the show, but I still enjoyed watching the show with friends and have a chat afterwards as well. Did you play the board yeah. game recently as well? Didn't you? Didn't you? The six-player version. I did. I did play the board yeah. game recently. The Dance yeah. Dragons version, or uh, Dance of Dragons? Yeah. yeah. What were at house were you? I was the Greyjoys. Mm. Yeah. How'd go? go. I uh, took. Over, I took over the sea, and well, I actually took over just um, one half. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I was playing very Greyjoy. I was playing just opportunistic. Whenever a, uh, whenever somebody with a castle or something would sort of. Um, <laughs> weaken their forces by attacking someone else, I would just swoop right in and take advantage of it. Mm. And it was... Uh, I did not win, but uh, I think I was like in the middle of a pack or so. We kind of had some... Uh, we weren't playing with an overly uh, strategic bunch, mm. so um, there were lots of things that I was like, oh, well, this is obviously going to happen, and then the person didn't do it <laughs> at all. Or Like, we had a final round, and the guy who was in second yeah, place... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, didn't put down any marching orders in the final <laughs> round. It's like the word. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It means you're not exactly. gaining anything. Yeah. That's you, <laughs> you've given up, basically. The La yeah, the Lannisters start with so many, yeah. and the guy who was playing our Lannisters was like kind of he was able to hold on to most yeah. of them. Uh, he just sort of like fortified himself the whole mm -hmm. game, and really the Starks came down the neck, and they were the only they were the only uh, group that was really challenging okay. him. Uh, the the Tyre the Tyrells the Tyrells really got uh, messed up. They got stuck in like a battle with the Starks for, um, for, uh, dragons not Dragonstone. Um, uh, where do the where where do the the Eerie maybe they were fighting over or the, like oh no, 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 no where do the the Baratheons yeah dra where they are they, they are in Dragonstone and Storm's End so were they fighting Storm's okay. End that's uh, Dragonstone so Dragonstone yeah. um. There was this epic battle that kept happening there, like almost every round. It kept going back and forth, and so, uh, and then uh, the Tyrells uh, 
the Tyrells weakened themselves and me and the and the Dornish sort of kind of took over High Garden and we were fighting High Garden mm-hmm. so we stole it from them and uh so the Tyrells kind of got demolished <laughs> uh about mid game yeah. and so the Starks were really the only people who could take down the Lannisters um uh and uh, the guy on the last turn just didn't put any marching <laughs> orders, and so they really screwed up because I was, because uh, I I was I had forces uh, off on the other side of the world, but I had all my boats ready to for them to attack each other, and then I was going to swoop in and just like pick the bones of everybody that was left, and uh, and when he didn't attack, I was like I I well I I can't do anything. <laughs> So, um, but in any case, that was a long-winded diatribe about my, uh, my, my board game there. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, definitely send some stuff in, send some questions, send some suggestions. Uh, we're looking for something fun and exciting and a little different to do on our 200th episode. So, uh, yeah, let us know what you would like to hear. I'm sure there is something we have mentioned in 200 episodes that we have failed to deliver. So um, <laughs> let us know what that was, and we'll let's try to do something. Um, as always, oh, go ahead. I mean, go right ahead. <laughs> I know you think one of us would have just bought an expensive recorder by now, but we're just so poor. <laughs> so as always. Everybody, thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at APOIAF and on Facebook at a podcast of Ice and Fire. Join the forums. There's always discussions going on about uh, each week's episodes of the show, as well as many other things. So until next week. I, uh, I'm afraid I have not listened to it. I'm a terrible person. Boom, we hit it. I tried to nail that pretty exactly. (laughs) John finally comes back, and it's like the shortest episode. (laughs)